the 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 button says I am. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm recording now too. Okay, we're just gonna edit out, edit it out, right? Right. Oh, edit it out. You, we're back. You... We're in. Yes. Success. Success is sweet. All yes. right. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, I am. First of all, I'm really, really looking forward to connecting with you and and allowing our viewers to get a glimpse into learning more about you and this class that you're offering, The Choice, right? The fast way to ascend and play the game of human. So first of all, yeah, that's an amazing title. But tell us more. Obviously, FAST is an acronym. What does FAST stand for? FAST stands for Forgiveness acceptance and service without trades fast and it is the way it is the way to uh penetrate the veil of darkness that we agreed to come into and what we're penetrating is nothing more than an idea because we're not going anywhere when we ascend we are really just tuning into different aspects of ourselves, and these aspects that are always content always at peace, always happy, as far as we can understand that in an internal way, and and uh, always very curious and probably pretty entertained by all of these antics. <laughs> and so it's a, it's a wonderful way to just always tap into that, even when we're right in the middle of my drama. I love my drama. Yeah, that's really interesting that you bring up this, the idea of what, what I, um, what I understood you saying is, is really being able to understand your own consciousness, right? You're not going anywhere. It's not a, you know, it's just being able to connect from any point uh, or any circumstances or events or what's occurring in your life to be able to tap into the higher part of ourselves, right? That consciousness. That's right. So you're, yeah. you are essentially helping to teach and guide people on how to do that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a workshop. Uh, we've, we've met so far, we've met one time in person and then the other times uh, virtually and in any place that people come in, it's, it's fractal in nature, meaning that every part has everything you need for the con for the whole thing to work. And so you could jump in on the live one. You can jump in on the weekly check-ins that are just Zoom. You can actually jump in on the Zoom on the in-person one that's once a month. You can do you can do any of it, and the participants really determine the real curriculum. Even though I have a really great curriculum outlined, <laughs> I rarely get to it. Yeah. But you know, if no one said anything, I could talk for hours. It's wonderful. Yeah, well, you know, I want to I want to get more into um into the choice and hearing more about what people can expect. But before we do that, I do want to take a moment to allow um our viewers who, you know, are maybe interested in in the in attending the course, but helping them learn more about you and your dynamic background because I know that, you know, you have um ministry background, you're a conscious advisor, you're an author, a family man, you know, give us, give us a little bit more about what inspires you and how this all came about. Well, I, I, uh, man, when I was, I think it was 19 when I took my first position at a, at a church, it was actually in Fresno, California. And for me, it was heaven. Well, I grew up in a very, uh, 
a fundamental Christian family and, and we were doing church stuff and, and my grand, my grand, well, shoot, man, I don't even know if it was fundamental Christian, uh, as far as maybe all, all the fundamentals thought, but I had, I grew up with, um, a grandmother that had a, a gift. It was, she was called the prophet lovingly in my family. And she, she would speak, uh, with words of God and in the Pentecostal circle, she had words of wisdom, they called it, and uh, world, words of prophecy. But from my understanding right now, she was like channeling uh, the spirit of God. <laughs> and it was awesome. And I grew up with that as like my normal. And it was an interesting mix uh, because of uh, the the rigidity of any kind of fundamental structure, right? A fundamental uh, religious is this is the way and there's no other way but we we're right in the middle of fundamental christianity and we were like full-on had uh someone channeling the spirit of god which was like way out there but you know in our circles i guess as a pentecostal it's a, you know all these all these niches of different christianity it was it was awesome and we were all into it and uh it, it was a beautiful thing to grow up that way and so from the very beginning of my life, I knew, I I had no doubt of my closeness to God. God was never something to to search for, for me. Uh, it, God was always in me and through me, and in Him I live and move and have my being, and uh, that is um, that's wonderful. Now the thing for me though is I uh, my particular I don't know darkness is. Uh, uh, needing to be worthy of that love that I always knew was there and I and felt in some way. And so I always wanted other people to accept me and I wanted God to accept me, other people to love me and God to love me. And I felt I had to earn for it. And I thought, well, the best way to earn it is to be a pastor. And so from uh, while I was still in high school, actually, so probably in 17, I was full-time at a local church. And then as soon as I graduated, I went full-time into that particular church. And then I started churches in the Midwest and uh, it helped helped start different churches in Southern California and in Hawaii. And so I did that for like 10 years. And then I just reached kind of the end of what I felt genuine in, in, in teaching and proclaiming um, of, of who God was and, and God's and what God's love entailed and what God required of us and those kind of things. And I just didn't feel like it, I was being authentic anymore. And so I stepped down from being a, a Christian pastor, and I really just started searching. And in my searching, I had teamed up with some churches because I love God and love talking about God. And, you know, I kind of teamed up with some people that that taught human behavior. And I found myself in the middle of teaching human behavior on a corporate level. And I started traveling all over the country, teaching human behavior. And I would, I would go into like Boeing and go into Microsoft and I mean, all these big companies and do these uh, leadership training slash sometimes working with executives and coaching in different companies, but uh, most of the time it was like their leadership and general principles of how to be a effective human. <laughs> and then I was always, I, it would always be my slant on the thing. You know, they say, we would like uh, this, uh, this particular topic. And I'm like, all right, I'll give you that name, but you don't know what you're getting. You're getting what I give you. And it was wonderful. And, um, I ended up getting into financing full-time um, just because I was traveling so much and 
I wanted to have a family and, you know, not be traveling across the world every other week for a week. And so uh, I still do a real estate finance right now. And uh, all along the way, I was writing books and um, meeting with people and coaching people individually or counseling people. I mean, I guess whatever industry you're in, you call it different things, you know, a pastor counsels and a therapist does a session and a, a consultant does a coaching and I don't know what I do. <laughs> Talk to people. I you're guess. the vessel. You're the vessel. You just I am the vessel of you. goodness. Yes. So and happiness and fun. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Wow. That is, that's incredible. So inspired. I mean, at such a young age for you to, to answer the call to, you know, spirit, that's, that's really amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. And so I think now's a good time if you want to kind of dive in a little bit to the choice and also, you know, this course that you are leading, um, you know, what insights can you, can you share about, um, your class and, and your books and yeah, well, the, the choice, I have a book called the choice, um, wake up and body down. And it's, it's, it's all this stuff, but the choice, the workshop, which, um, is, you know, the fast way to ascend and to play this game called human. It's, it's kind of a hodgepodge of, Hey, what do we do now? Like the question behind the, the workshop here is what do I do with that? What do I do now? And so, it kind of changes every time I'm with somebody, but generally the thing, the one of the things that I've been playing with the most is tapping into the watcher and the, I, the, the, the idea that's been really freeing me because, and by the way, it's, it's our ideas that make our, our, our concepts that make our experience. And so we could just have a sh- a really small shift in an idea or a concept like a, a bunch of ideas and we can have a completely different experience of life and it can change dramatically from um from complete sorrow and anger and frustration to uh bliss like a, a story of uh, imagining that your your kids drive you crazy because they're not going to sleep and they're screaming up in their room <laughs> which is my life that, that never happens right <laughs> <laughs> they're screaming up in their room and they should be in bed and making no sound and i'm so angry that they're screaming and then and i look up and the lights on and I, I sit down and they're screaming and i'm so angry but yet that very same thing if they had been sick and i thought they had passed away and they're dead and they're with a doctor up in their room and we're in that terrifying painful silence of losing the people I should never have to lose and in that silence I hear their scream that would be the most beautiful sound I could ever have I can never hear ever now that's the same scream that brought me anger and frustration that bring brought me elation and and pure bliss why is that well it's just my ideas about that scream scream means nothing and the rest of my life means nothing it's it's really a blank slate that i'm able to have these wonderful experiences and the thing about it is there the the painful ones and the or the suffer inducing ones and the 
bliss inducing ones, one's not actually good and one's bad because we need both of them. We we get bored if it's too blissful and we get worn out if it's too painful and we kind of need all of it. So so what do we do? Well, the first thing we do is we we stop judging all of our thoughts and we start to be more curious about all our thoughts. And um, and if we can be just more curious and we can just start to watch our thoughts and watch our feelings and stop judging them for being whatever they are, what happens is instantly there's a space that's created because you can't watch anything unless it's not you. To watch it, there has to be a watcher. There has to be. So you would never be able to notice your thought. An animal can't notice its thought. It doesn't have that capability. Mm-hmm. It's only it's only humans that have this wonderful uh, multi-layered dimensionality and la- multi-layered consciousness that's able to have a part of itself that can look at itself. That is phenomenal. And animals don't have that. Humans do. And so what, why is that important? Well, it's important because ascension is that. Ascension is tuning into those other parts of yourself that are higher frequency. And, I, and I, it's not a better frequency because it's all wonderful and it's all a part of you, but it is a higher frequency. And that higher frequency has a much better feeling. And our feelings are lagging indicators of where our frequency is. And when our frequency is low, we feel bad. That's just whatever that is for you. That's a lower frequency. And when you start to feel better, it's because our frequency is raising. And how do we get there longer? How do we have a leading indicator instead of just the lagging indicator of I feel bad or I feel good and I'm, I'm lost in my emotions? Uh, well, the way that we do that is intention. We intend the good of the other. And so that is the whole workshop, really. The fast way to ascend, right? It's, it's all about raising our frequency intentionally uh, so that we can play the game of human. We're playing this game of human. Part of the human experience, if not the majority, is diving into the darkness so that we can have the experience of raising and discovering the light. And we can never have that experience of, wow, light, unless we were in the darkness. And so the the pool of being human is down in frequency intentionally, not because we're bad, because that's what we do. This is what this is. It's a pull down. But it doesn't mean we have to stay down. And it doesn't mean that we are darkness. It just means that here we are. We're in a, we're in a continual pull down so that we can do these spiritual practices and discover the light that was always there. It was always there. One of the best ways is just to watch. So simple. Watch your thoughts. You're not your thoughts. So here's my mantra that I've been saying consistently since I started this. And it's been, so basically this whole thing is just for me. And if anybody else would like to come along, <laughs> they may, but here's what I've been doing. I'm, uh, my, the, the mind thinks the body feels, the ego steals. What is the ego? The ego is just this powerful, this thing that we created because of our godlike ability to create. We've created an identity called the ego. Mine's called Javon. 
or lots of versions of Javon, the ego steals because the ego does not have anything on its own. And what does it steal? It steals thought. It steals feelings. It sets its mind, creates meaning around it. Mind thinks, the body feels, the ego steals, the witness watches. As soon as I can have some awareness to watch those things, instantly there's a separation and the watcher becomes perceivable. You can't perceive God, but you can perceive the watcher. And that watcher is at peace. And that watcher is you. And that watcher is content. So no matter what your crazy thoughts are, no matter what your crazy feelings are, the watcher is always okay, always content. And that's it. That's the game. And then what do you do? Well, you do whatever the heck you want to do. There is no, there is no destination, but it's a much enjoyable way to do whatever you're doing, knowing that it's okay, knowing that you're okay, knowing that they're okay, knowing that there's really nothing that's going to make your life better. Give that up and just enjoy this where you're at. This is it. That is awesome. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I think that for um, at any time learning this practice, um, you know, and, and living, uh, learning to live more consciously from the watcher, from the observer, um, not attaching to our feelings or our thoughts. Um, that's a big, I mean, to me, that's like the one of the biggest parts of on the spiritual path, right, um, is learning how to do that and doing it consistently. So I think that um, this workshop would be for anybody who is curious, anybody who is wanting to learn ways of being the observer of, of having more joyful experiences in your life, feeling, feeling more content. Um, would, would you say that? Would, that, yep. Is that a fair statement? And Absolutely. yeah. And so um, can you please share some information on anybody who would like to connect with you or learn more about um, joining the course? Oh, that's a good, uh, well, you can always show up. It's going to be at the unity of Tustin campus, which is what's the address over there. Do you know? Offhand. Yeah, so it's a uh, one four four zero two Prospect Avenue in Tustin, and um, yeah, so it's going to be this Thursday, the sixteenth is going to be the in person, and then uh, at once a month. So then it would be February, uh, March sixteenth, and then also April thirteenth is the general plan right now. But then in between, there's a Zoom check in, so it'll be. Uh, and what I can, I can put the link in the zoom check-in. Is it on the church website at all? The, the login for that, or I don't even know if I have it's it on my, any of I'll my websites. Check. I'll, I'll double check. Yeah. Um, I, I'll put it in here, but you can just, okay. you can look, oh, you know what? There is a, uh, there is a Eventbrite invitation. I haven't been using, but, but, uh, we'll put that in, in, so in between the in-persons and also the in-person itself, uh, we'll have a, a Zoom link so you can uh, you can be a part of it that way as well. Awesome. All right. Any closing thoughts, Javon? Um, I would say the closing thought is this. You need to do nothing else but to watch yourself. 
the mind is like an unruly toddler. If you watch it, uh, it can be very entertaining. If you leave it unwatched, <laughs> things will get broke. Oh yeah. So as a as a person also with young kids, this just speaks to me so on a deep level. Yes. yes. Uh well, yeah. thank you so much. And and I really appreciate you taking the time to connect with us and to share your wisdom and your love and your spiritual teachings with us. So thank you, Javon. Thank you, Erin. All right.